Terabytes is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on the show is advice, no financial, tax, legal, or any other kind of advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals. Welcome back to Terabytes, ladies and gentlemen. Today we have an extra special guest for you, Kehoe, biz dev guy from Unopened Blockchain Startup Studio, which is backed by Hash. That's right, the huge Asian crypto uh, investment group, Hashed, and this exciting blockchain studio. The first product we've heard about from Unopened is a game called Derby Stars. You've probably seen screenshots of these amazing horses that are going to be NFTs, but not just NFTs, but part of a game with PvP elements, with PvE elements, with play to earn elements, all kinds of things coming. We're going to find out all about them from Keo today. But first, Keo, how are you doing? And can you introduce yourself really briefly for the audience? Hi, Evan. Hi, Pete. Um, really excited to be on your show. Um, my name is Keho. Um, I'm the biz dev guy, as Pete mentioned. Uh, at Unopened. Uh, it's a startup studio being backed by Hashed. Uh, me personally, I'm from the gaming background um, and I've been a lunatic since early this year. Um, uh, credit due to you guys. Um, so just a bit on Unopened. So Unopened is a company builder focused on blockchain games and NFTs or more broadly uh, metaverse in general. Um, and so, yeah, we're focused on incubating projects internally, uh, anything related to the metaverse. All right. Anything related to metaverse? Well, one of, I mean, I guess the first public thing that you're bringing out is Derby Stars. Can you tell us how far along Derby Stars is? And also what makes it metaverse as just to oppose to like just a game with NFT elements in it? Sure. Um, so just for the uh, part of the audience that still are not familiar with Derby Stars. Um, Derby Stars is a metaverse game on the blockchain, the first NFT game to be on Terra. Um, in the game, you can uh, breed your own horses, level them up, uh, compete with using your horses. Um, you can also trade them um, since they are NFTs. Um, and within the game, you'll have gameplay features like uh, competing with your horses in the PvP mode, um, or training your horses in the PVE mode. Um, and there will be also, as I mentioned, meta play fe uh, features, uh, things you can do outside of just racing with your game. Um, so you asked uh, at what stage we're in. So we've been in development for a couple of months now. Uh, our team is already around 15 people. Um, there are still many things to be finalized. But, you know, as we finalize a lot of the things, uh, we are releasing them to the community through Twitter and Discord and, and Telegram. Um, and full disclosure, uh, we have yet to finalize still a lot of things. Uh, we've even made changes to some things that we had previously announced. So don't be too surprised if we make some changes here and there. But yeah, I, I hope the community really looks forward to, uh, how, to our, our roadmap as we do our NFT launches, as we launch our playable builds uh, in the near future. Now, you mentioned a couple of different modes there. You said PVP, which I understand is player versus player, uh, right. non-game acclimated. What was the other mode? And, and what did those, what's the differences between those things? Right, so PVP, uh, which is short for player versus player, is basically um, you're playing the game against other players uh, in horse racing competitions. Um, so these horse racing competitions 
uh, you, it, it can range from competing against, for example, like six other horses versus, you know, 16 other, other horses. Uh, and even the distance for each type of competition can vary. Uh, but basically, in these different types of formats, you're, you're basically competing against other players to reach the, the, the goal line first. Um, and then in terms of the other mode, um, the PVE mode, uh, we, we call it uh, the training mode where though the, the time effort in training mode is, the goal is to try to level up your horses uh, so that the horses can gain better stats. Um, and obviously it can gain in value uh, it, the more you level up those horses. Also curious, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people out there that maybe um, a lot of companies will say, hey, we're coming out with a blockchain game. And that's a lofty goal. And, uh, you know, having been around the space for a little while, there's been plenty of people who have maybe promised, but they don't really know how to deliver. Uh, maybe they don't have a history of delivering games, whether it be non-blockchain or mobile or console or whatever. But I understand that you guys have a bit of a history in actually delivering a, uh, a fairly popular game. Can you dive into the background of the, the game studio and maybe some of the successes they've had in the past in building games similar to Derby Stars? Yeah, sure. So um, right now, uh, the team is around 15 people. Uh, most of the team comes from, uh, their backgrounds are from, you know, the major game, game companies in Korea, like Nexon, NCSoft, Netmarble, um, Comptos, and actually the main producer for Derby Stars, he has actual past experience building a very similar game called Derby Days. Um, that one was a mobile game that launched, I believe, uh, 10 years ago. Um, and uh, it was quite successful. It, it reached about 3 million downloads within the first seven months. Um, its daily active users was over 200,000 users. Uh, it was a top 10 in Korea in terms of revenue generated uh, for that year. Uh, so it was quite a successful game. Uh, and But because this was 10 years ago, and this was at, at the nascency of mobile games, uh, it, obviously it wasn't a blockchain game, uh, we felt that you know this type of game would be a really good fit for uh, how we can leverage blockchain technology. Um, and I can show you guys a, a short clip of what that game was like. Uh, sure. So this is a, a game from 10 years ago with, uh, and you said it was top 10 uh, revenue in, uh, in Korea that year, right? Wow. That's so yeah, show, that's us, show us a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so this is Derby Days that, that was uh, launched uh, 10 years ago. And as you can see here, it, the game is not all just about horse racing. There are elements of you having to manage your land, manage things that are on your land. The ultimate goal being that the more you invest into these land, um, the more likely you are uh, able to get better results in the horse race competitions. So yeah, that, that's what the game look, looked like 10 years ago, obviously based on the assets that we've released so far of the game today, uh, Derby Stars looks nothing like this. It, it's far uh, beyond what this game uh, has gone in, tar in terms of visual aesthetics, but not just uh, visually, but in terms of the game design elements, the team has also put a lot more time and effort trying to perfect this kind of game. 
I can appreciate that in that demo, the little tiny pony beat everybody in the race. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but, so I just, I just want to emphasize that um, right now, this game, uh, the team behind it, they're primarily game developers and game designers um, before they are, you know, uh, blockchain developers. And so we, we want to ensure that first and foremost, this game is fun and, and entertaining to play. Uh, and then obviously with the play to earn elements, um, there are, you know, economic benefits that you can reap, uh, the more time and effort you put into the game. But as I said, um, this is less about just grinding through. It's more about actually having fun, um, and, entertaining experience throughout. Is the, uh, I mean the, the land, the having your own like home base area, your own home farm, that's been popular for many years now, right? A popular game element. Is that also, um, an, like an NFT idea you're having as you, as you work with the land is, is the land an NFT or the things on it valuable as well, or is, are just the horses NFTs? So I, I guess this is the point where I can leave some alpha, um, Oh. And I, I don't think we've announced it yet, uh, or maybe by the time this video is released, uh, we may have, but uh, it's not just the horses that will be NFTs, but uh, you can also buy and trade land. Um, and, you know, the value accrued by investing your time and effort into these lands, like I mentioned, uh, has an impact on how well you do in the races. And so all these elements are intertwined. Um, and so, yeah, you can definitely look forward to getting access to these land NFTs as well. So while we talk about gameplay, are there some additional like art pieces or screenshots you can show us of, of Derby Stars materials? Yes. So here you can see um, the conceptual mockups of our avatars. So um, as, as mentioned in one of our Medium posts, uh, our game is not just about horses nor is it just about the land that, that I, met, I mentioned just a moment ago. But uh, every single user in the game, they will have their own avatar. And these avatars was, will be customizable, maybe not from the get-go, but in the long run, we intend to make these avatars very customizable. Um, and there, there will be uh, additional elements to these avatars where by you can expect synergies between different types of avatars and different types of horses. And that hopefully will, will make it uh, more intriguing uh, how you interact with the game. So these are, this is the male version and the female versions of the avatars. Um, here are you know, the, the different types of uh, look and feels of the horses. Uh, if you look at the lower right corner, you can see that the, the horses, they have different parts to them, each part being able to be uh, different tiers. Um, and then these are uh, composed together to form an entire horse. Um, beyond just the, the different rarity of the parts, the horses will also uh, have different rarities in three different tiers, uh, unique, uh, rare, and normal. Um, and yeah, uh, obviously there are the horses, um, uh, the more uh, appealing it will be in terms of not just its, uh, the appearance, but potentially also in terms of how well they do in these races. Um, and then here uh, you can see how, how stark the differences can be between different horses. Um, 
And we really hope that the community will come to appreciate uh, how you know all the different versions uh, and horses with different parts uh, can really uh, appeal to people who want to go for a specific type of look and feel with the horses. So is it is it safe to say that maybe like the more rare the components of your horse are, the more rare the NFTs are that you put together, the more powerful or the more fast your horse would be in a specific race? Right. Just just simply because a part is rare, it doesn't automatically mean that the horse is uh, faster. But, you know, there will definitely be some kind of relationship that you can expect from that. Very uh, tell us about tell us about uh, breeding. I've seen rumors of like a breeding system where you can take horses and combine them or breed them and get uh, new unique combinations of horses. Uh, will that will that cost something? Uh, will the original horses still be in your inventory? Uh, what is there a delay? Tell us about that. Right. Um, so the team that I mentioned uh, building this game, uh, they have experience building very sophisticated uh, breeding uh, mechanisms back from the Derby days. days. Um, and so uh, in order to breed a horse, uh, you need a pair of horses, obviously. Um, and they, you do not necessarily need to have two horses to, to breed uh, a, a offspring horse you can actually breed one of your horses with someone else's horse. Um, and that becomes an interesting element where if you own a horse that everyone else wants to breed with, probably because your horse has some very appealing uh, traits or, or stats or, or, or in terms of appearance, um, the more people that attempt to breed with your horse, um, the more value is accrued to that horse. Um, breeding, every time you try to breed, uh, you'll be, uh, there, there will be a, a fee collected. Um, and so the, the person who is, you know, paying for that fee will have ownership of the offspring horse. Wow. So it's, it's like real horse breeding, right? You got the guy who ends up with the man of war or war admiral kind of horse and, uh, really fast wins races, looks great. And everyone wants to breed offspring with the horse but that accrues value back to the horse owner. Right, right. Um, and right now, I think, you know, our plan right now is that the horses will not necessarily have a, a, a female or, or male distinction. Um, and so, yeah, that's one thing. That's just one thing that I wanted to note. Interesting. It reminds me of like uh, science class when I was, you know, a young child trying to decide which element of the, the dominant gene trait was going to carry on to the next. <laughs> will it be like the, the dominant trait of the that horse will carry on into the offspring or is it still sort of randomized? So the way that uh, a trait is passed on to an offspring, it, it's not just pure uh, random. Uh, dependent, depending on what kind of trait you, uh, the horse has, uh, we will be assigning, for example, like different percentages of how likely that trait is, is to pass on to the offspring. Um, and so, yeah, that, that is uh, kind of an, an interesting twist that you can expect. Uh, it, it's not going to be always just pure random. You get a 50% chance of getting uh, uh, one trait from, from either of the horses. And also there are mutations also. So um, that is going to be very interesting because just because you are breeding two horses of the same class, it doesn't 
always mean that the offspring horse will be the same class, uh, same tier. Uh, it can actually even be a, a lower tier or a higher tier horse that you get. So that that would be a nice element of surprise. Let me uh, throw in a couple of community questions here that are relevant to what we're talking about. If you'd like to share um, my screen, there's uh, right here. This is related to gameplay. Will we get to bet on horse race horse races? Is there a horse race betting mechanic? So um, right now we want to focus on, on the play to earn aspect of the game. So our game will not natively support, at, at least the current plan is right now we don't have plans to natively support uh, people being able to bet on the outcome of you know any specific race competition, but that is not to say that you know other projects like Lotero or Betterra um, they can use our on-chain data that will store the race results and, and do something up about it. Uh, maybe they can build their own horse betting uh, the, the race betting platform uh, based on our game results, and you know we are actually quite excited to see if those kind of projects develop um, as, as a byproduct of ours. Maybe I have the same question here is Pete, is that a, is that a suggestion or are you uh, saying that you, you're in contact with them and that could potentially be in the works already? Uh, no, we, we're, we're not in contact with any of them. Uh, but yeah, we, we do hope that based on uh, hopefully the high level of interest in the community, there, there will be a high level of interest from developers to do something about that. But that question was from JL Chili's on Twitter. Uh, here's one, and I, I thought this as well while we were chatting because we were talking about how this is similar to some other games, um, as particularly Axis Infinity, right? Probrusher asks, will it be free to play or do I need to spend 3K? like Axie Infinity to play, and Stablecoin Savant says something similar. Are there lessons you've learned from Zedrun and other NFT games to help keep the barrier to entry low and the game fair while still creating value for super engaged players? Um, so to answer that question, um, this is one topic that the team has thought a lot about. Um, and we want to make sure that the entry barrier to the game uh, does not just keep going up and up over time. Um, as time progresses, we want for the game to be as accessible for as long as possible. Um, and so there are parts of the game where you do not necessarily have to have a huge upfront investment in order to participate. Um, and that particular feature will be our, our training mode. Um, so players, in order to train horses, they don't necessarily need to buy a horse. Um, they can actually borrow horses from other players level up those horses, and then they'll be rewarded for, for spending time doing that. Now, in terms of borrowing the horses, uh, we're, we're still internally discussing how we can support that natively. Uh, but we've seen things like that happen in, in Axie Infinity, where it, it's not a, an in-game feature, but the community, um, they, they set up uh, these kind of social contracts where you know users can borrow Axies from one another. Um, and then um, we'll, we'll that's something that you know we've tried to uh, iterate on, and and we're currently thinking about maybe we can do something about that, internalize that into the game. All right. Well, I definitely want to get into tokenomics and the dual token that we saw. Um, but first off, one final pure game question: What's the game platform? This comes from Ethan Lee at A41 Ventures over on uh, Twitter. 
Is the game coming to mobile or PC? Right now, our plan is to be on PC, both at, accessible through the web browser as well as you know have its own own uh, desktop client. Uh, and then on mobile, we, we plan to be on both iOS and Android. Um, yes, so we're trying to make the game accessible, not just in terms of you know upfront investment, but also in terms of the many different platforms that you know typical players interact with. Although we are aiming to you know launch it in, in as close a sequence as possible for those different platforms, um, that is still yet to be determined. There was something related to uh, to tokens in the game, maybe a dual token structure. What do the tokens do? Can you tell us about the two tokens and, and what they do in Derby Stars? Sure. So um, if I can go back to sharing my screen. Sure. Um, yeah, so it's a dual currency economy. This was very much inspired by Axie Infinity. Um, so we have a governance token and a utility token. Um, and basically the governance tokens, um, they're rewarded through horse racing results. Um, and based on how well you do in these uh, horse racing uh, competitions, um, the more likely you are to be rewarded the, these governance tokens. And these governance tokens are used for governance, uh, for staking, um, and for some, some payment. They will likely become the de, de, facto, de facto currency for, for trading the horses. Um, not, not all the tiers. So depending on the different tiers of horses, we might opt to have them, some of them, some of the tiers be tradable for Luna, some of those, those tiers be tradable for the, our, our own Derby Stars tokens. In terms of the utility token, uh, these are rewarded primarily through the training mode um, and also activities that you do on your land. Uh, again, these are uh, also used in, for payments, uh, primarily being uh, when you're trying to breed your horses or craft items and trade. Just to present this in terms of how these tokens play into our play to earn system. So on the left hand side, you see our core gameplay loop of, you know, the different activities that users can do within the game. Uh, you can race with your horses, whereby you're rewarded the governance token. You can train your horses, where, as I mentioned, you're rewarded the utility tokens. And then these tokens can, you can, you know, uh, stake them or you can sell them on the market. And that's what you see on the right hand side. And this is, you know, what today we typically know as the, the play to earn system. So you said you race to earn the governance token and you train to earn the utility token. And, uh, and then you can use the tokens to, to breed and to do other things or just sell them right on the open market to take advantage of the play to earn. Um, that's very interesting. Yeah. And, and obviously not, it's not just the tokens when you breed and have more horses, you can decide whether you want to keep those horses, breed them, level level them up, use them for, for for participating races, or you can opt to just trade that trade those NFTs with other players. Will you launch with a kind of a horse marketplace functionality involved? Uh, let me let me rephrase that question. What functionality do you expect to have on launch? Do you expect to have everything mentioned? Do you expect to be on all platforms already? Tell us more about launch plans. Yeah, so in terms of our roadmap, um, we, we see it as a phased approach where we, we plan to release uh, the horse NFT, versus, uh, NFT horses first, 
in the format of NFT pre-sales. Um, and then the playable build uh, where you can actually do the play to earn uh, gameplay and participate in the races, those will come uh, later. Uh, most likely the, the play to earn part where you can train horses that will come very early next year. And then soon after that, you can expect to have uh, the race mode uh, released as well. And just to dive a little bit deeper into that, um, are you guys planning on launching your own NFT platform? Will these be on the open market? Can we see them uh, on on platforms like Nowhere or on Random Earth or on other NFT platforms that are launching in the Terra ecosystem? Right. So initially, uh, we were thinking of working with some <laughs> NFT marketplaces that are already out. Um, but we, we always knew that in the long term, we are going to have our own native NFT marketplace. Um, I, I can show you a screen of kind of like some of the mock-ups of what our NFT marketplace would look like. Absolutely. So this is kind of conceptually what we have in mind for you know what what our uh, horse NFT marketplace will look like. So in the long run, uh, we plan to have this, and and, and I say long run, um, but but we, you could actually expect to see this marketplace in in the next few months. Uh, in the meantime, in terms of the the NFT presales that we do leading up to the playable build launch, um, that we have yet to finalize whether. We want to build our own, own platform to do that or, or partner up with an NFT marketplace uh, to do that. Those announcements uh, will be coming out very soon. Derby Days was big in Korea, but uh, I wouldn't blame most Western users for not having heard of it. What is your geographic focus? What is your marketing plan, your launch plan, your rollout plan? Are you planning to just focus on Korea or more broadly Asia or more globally with this game? Derby Days, actually two thirds of its revenue came from outside Korea. Oh, um, okay. I was wrong. It, it actually had a, quite a global appeal. Uh, in terms of geography, I think outside of Korea, we had, the, we had really good uh, reception from the North American region, uh, from Hong Kong, Singapore, and other Southeast Asian countries. Um, and they actually look very similar to, if you look at Axie Infinity today, where their player bases are located. So you expect a, a global reception as well for Derby Stars? Yes, we really do think that this game will have a global appeal. And I think every single a gamer in the lunatic community will come to enjoy this game. Speaking of global appeal, one of the major questions, if you want to throw up my screen again, uh, Evan, this one from CJ Thayton, ask them if it's going to be easy for all lunatics to participate and that we don't need to jump through weird hoops in order to get on some hidden whitelist. And similarly from John Royaltown, whitelist and launch info, please. So a question, and there were a couple of other questions in mentioning this as well. Is there going to be a whitelist? for early like nfts or token launches or anything like that is it going to be restricted geographically answer those questions for us so there there will be a whitelist most likely um and uh whichever channel that we decide to do our nft pre-sales uh we'll try to share that information there so that users are users can avoid confusion as to how they can get onto that whitelist and you know we do think a lot about accessibility to our NFTs and the game itself. 
And so we'll make sure that you don't have to go through those weird hoops and loops uh, trying to be on that whitelist. And no geographic location, at least not planned so far. So true to the Terra Luna way, no KYC, no restrictions, just like us fine folks in America get to use Anchor and Mirror and things like that, right? Right, right. No, no KYC. <laughs> awesome. Um, I, I do want to ask a little bit uh, and, and prod a little bit into Kehoe, your, your team. I know you're part of the Unopened team, which is the studio that created the game. Uh, you mentioned to us before that it's not just a game studio. You've got some other things going on, maybe in NFT space or in the crypto space in general. Uh, can you tell us a bit more about the team and the Unopened studio? Right. So there's the broader Unopened studio team. Um, that team is supporting and incubating a lot of different types of uh, gaming projects and NFT projects. Uh, right now, we have already made two of those pro projects public. So one of them is uh, Derby Stars on Terra. The other is a, a project called uh, Dava Project on Ethereum. Uh, that is actually a non-game related, uh, more on on along the lines of NFT customization and wallets and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, we're not just Terra exclusive, but you know the fact that our studio is backed by Hash and Hashed uh, are heavily invested and, and a big supporter of the Terra ecosystem. You can expect Derby Stars to be one of many more Terra projects. You mentioned Hash. Um, I know Hash, you know, they played a big role in the early days of supporting Luna. Uh, I know Do Kwan gave them a huge shout out at TFI Alpha. So if you haven't seen that, please go watch the TFI Alpha replay on our channel. Uh, what is the relationship between uh, the Unopened Studio and Derby Stars and Hash? Right. So Hash is a blockchain crypto, uh, blockchain investment firm in Asia. Um, and they have supported some of the biggest projects. Um, but so far, uh, their activities have been focused on, on investments and support uh, of layer ones and projects on these layer ones. Um, Unopened Studio uh, is a, a company builder, a startup studio, where we're less about investing in projects, we're more about building projects ourselves. And so we're incubating these projects internally. Um, and then, for example, with Derby Stars, it, it, the person leading this project is the main producer, Sean, uh, Sean Ham. Um, and th there are other project owners for each project within Unopened. And we see uh, longer down the road where when these projects gain sufficient traction and they they can become independent, they can actually spin off to become their own entities. Great. Well, that sounds exciting. Can't wait to see what the next thing to come out is. I know, Pantera, you were very excited about Derby Stars on Twitter. Something like, uh, I should put the tweet up, right? Uh, something about uh, this might be the first game that really hits it big. Uh, that's an extreme paraphrase. It was something like that. Um, I used the term excited like 15 times in the tweet. <laughs> really appreciate your excitement, Evan. But uh, I'm, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> sorry. If I may add one more thing to, to my previous comment uh, about Hashed and Open. Um, so Hashed, uh, they have been involved with quite a number of successful other uh, game projects. Uh, they've been early investors and supporters of Axie Infinity, 
decentralized uh, Decentraland and the Sandbox. And so they have quite a wealth of expertise in terms of how to properly build a blockchain game. Um, and they are very, very active advisors to Derby Stars. Um, they're getting involved in, in a lot of decision-making uh, for the team. Uh, and so we are actually, you know, leveraging their insights and also their deep network with a lot of different stakeholders in the ecosystem. So that's really, really helping the team to execute fast and try to build this product to market as fast as possible. All right. So let's close up with uh, one question that was on a lot of people's minds. If you share my screen one last time, our old friend Purple Frog, one of the biggest uh you know, early lunatic influencers and shillers on Twitter told people about Luna back when almost nobody believed in Luna. And Purple Frog says, question, when horses? I'm going to expand that to question, when tokens? And uh, if you are launching tokens on launch pads, which launch pads? So as I mentioned previously, you know, we see our launch as, as a phase approach where different elements of the product is being released sequentially. So first comes the, the first pre-sale of our NFT horses in November. Uh, this was, uh, I think, announced in our Medium blog. Um, we were initially thinking of uh, doing our first governance business IDO at the same time, but we decided that we don't want to risk uh, uh, having that happen at the same time with the NFT pre-sales, um, maybe for some unforeseen, uh, unforeseeable uh, reasons that we, we have yet to uh, Predict, but anyways, um, the NFT horse pre-sale comes first, uh, and then within a couple of months of that, we'll have our governor's tokens IDO. The launch pad for that, we're actually speaking with both Pylon and Starterra, uh, and we're in active discussions with both of them. And then, as I mentioned, um, we will have our play-to-earn playable build uh, a few months from that. Uh, early next year, and then still within the first half of next year, uh, you can expect to see the playable build where you can you know, race against other horses in, in the horse race competition format. Uh, so all of these happening uh, uh, very fast. And um, as I mentioned, you, you can immediately you know, start to, to flex and trade your horses when, when our first pre-sale happens next month. So something that the Luna community always asks about airdrops, when airdrops, what airdrops, how many airdrops, who gets the airdrops for Derby Stars? Given that our game is going to have a governance token, uh, we're definitely thinking about, you know, how we can airdrop some of that to, to our, some of our more loyal um, community fans. Um, so right now we're thinking about spinning up uh, a Terra validator node. And so lunatics who, who stake their Luna to, to that validator, they will get preferential benefits, for example, getting airdrop uh, some higher allocations of uh, the governance tokens, or we might decide to do some kind of surprise NFT drops to those addresses. And so, yes, yeah, be on the lookout for uh, a Terra validator node uh, from Derby Start. And while we're on the topic of how much and who gets what, how many NFTs are available for the pre-sale and the other stages of the sale? Initially, we thought of limiting the total number of horse NFTs to, to 10,000 horses. We have decided that, you know, since there will be different tiers to our horses, uh, 
only uh, the unique tier of horses will be uh, max supply capped. The rest, um, we, we did not want to limit them. And because if we limit the number of horses, that limits the number of players that can come into our game. So for the NFT pre-sales, we will be releasing 10,000 horses in total. And we will be releasing uh, all three tiers of the horses. Uh, some of those tiers will be uh, minted uh, uh, randomly. And uh, some of those tiers, uh, you can expect some kind of auction format to be able to access those uh, NFTs. Well, it sounds like you guys have a tight timeline. So Keo, you better jump off and get to work. But before you go, one last question. And I think our audience probably waiting with bated breath to figure out where can they follow you? Where can they hear about the updates and whenever they need the information to be able to get on the whitelist or join the token sale or you know figure out which launch pad to go to? Uh, how are they going to find out that information? Right. So I think uh, the first place that anyone interested in Derby Stars, the first thing to follow is our Twitter handle, Derby Stars, Derby Stars Underbar HQ. Um, and through that, uh, uh, on the profile, you'll be able to see the links to our Discord, to our Telegram, to our Medium blog. Uh, and then in terms of detailed updates to our roadmap or, or, or you know, our thoughts on, on how blockchain games should be, you know, those kind of stuff you can expect on, on our Medium blog. We'll be posting there on a regular basis as well. And then through the Discord channels, um, we are starting to, you know, speak with potential moderators for for our Discord channel, um, and so you can expect a, a lot of uh, people answering questions uh, about the game on, on the Discord channel. Uh, I will, we will prob uh, probably do a few a AMA sessions, uh, and then hopefully, you know, potentially I can get back on your channel too to, for example, have a live stream AMA session as well. All right, thanks, Keo. Everyone, go follow Keo. Go follow Unopened. Go follow Hash. Go follow Derby Stars. Go follow everything you can find related to this project. Keep your eyes out. We've got some tentative timelines here. There's been some medium posts, been some docs, been some PRs recently. Read more about Derby Stars. We're excited about what can come from this game, which looks to be the first full-fledged game launching on the Terra blockchain. Thanks so much for joining us. We know we'll see you again soon.